On this episode, I want to invite you to reflect on how close to God you are and whether or not that's as close as you want to be. Let's get into it right now. This is Cutting Edge Faith, Faith. the show that brings you the truth behind the headlines and equips you to live out your faith in the cultural chaos of today. God is on the move right now through people just like you. You were created for influence and impact. Let's take your faith to the next level. Learn more at RyanSHoward.com. And now, here's your host, Dr. Ryan S. Howard. Hello and welcome to our 200th episode. Praise God. That's just incredible. Time flies and the next 200 will be coming even faster. So thank you so much for joining me. And on this episode, very special number 200. And I wanted to bring a very special topic and that is intimacy with the Lord. Now there's a very common theme that I have seen come up with believers, with Christ followers, and I've seen it with myself as well, but people that I'm coaching or mentoring or in small groups with, whether it's a group I've led or a group that I was just participating in, led by someone else, but a very common theme that I hear coming up is, oh, I I should do more Bible reading. I should do more prayer. I should do more solitude. I should do family devotionals. I should do, I should, I should, I should. Or I, I really need to basically be closer to the Lord. And I've just noticed this so often. We sort of know what we should do or we have a sense of what we should do. And I want to take a moment in this episode to just ha- ask you to reflect on this. I mean, how is it for you? I mean, are you as close to God as you would like to be? Uh, you know, in Exodus chapter 20, verse 21, it's talking about Israel and Moses. They were they were very different levels of intimacy with the Lord. And each of them were as close to God as they wanted to be. And this verse summarizes it very well. Exodus 20, verse 21, it says, The people stood far off while Moses drew near into the thick darkness where God was. Now, they had an opportunity to go closer, but they said, No, no, Moses, you go talk to the Lord and come back tell us what he said. But Moses wanted to draw near. He said, show me your glory. You know, show me more of you. you know, I want to know you. Show me your ways that I might know you. And so I want to invite you to just first reflect. I mean, are you where you want to be? I mean, are you as close to God as you want to be? I, this is so critical to me. I mean, I, was, I gave my life to Christ in 2004, had a radical change in my life. And just my affections, what I what I cared about and wanted to do and, and be about. And I've had some ups and downs since then. And I can probably, I, I would say, perfectly correlate those to my intimacy with the Lord at the time. Ups or downs. My intimacy with the Lord perfectly correlates with wh- where I'm at on that roller coaster. <laughs> and so I've certainly been in a place where I'm saying... Yeah, I should probably, I need to be closer to the Lord. Or maybe after so much time not being close, you know, the longer we wait, maybe the more difficult it gets where it's like, I just feel so far and I just, you know, but he's only one step away. It's always a one-step program with the Lord. We just need to turn to him. We surrender and we need to carve out the time. And so I want to ask the, you know, for you, if you knew Jesus was returning in seven days, next week, it's this is the last week 
This is the last week before we're standing in eternity before him. It Would you be happy with how how the last week went? I mean, if he came back today, would you be happy with the last seven days? Or if he came back in one week, what would you want that final week to look like? And so I want to ask, invite you to, to consider, I mean, what would that week look like? What, what would you like it to be? Now, if you say, you know, I would just, yes, the last seven days were awesome. I'm going to keep, I would keep doing what I'm doing. Well, praise God, let's celebrate that. You should actually take a moment and celebrate that. Not to pat yourself on the back or anything like that, but just celebrate that. Like, that's, praise God, that's awesome. And double down on it. Keep it up. But if the answer is no, you're not quite where you would want to be, then I want to invite you to take action today. Make a small commitment. Carve out the time. One of the phrases that I've learned from one of the writing groups that I'm in is don't should yourself, right? Don't should yourself. Instead of saying I should do this or I should have done that, take action. What is it that you can do and move forward? Don't should yourself. Let's move forward and take action. When will you carve out the time? You know, this is not just, uh, don't make this be educational consumerism. This isn't infotainment, right? We, we want to take mass, take action, take massive action. I call it take fast, imperfect action. Just do something. Get the boat off the dock and we can navigate as we get out to sea. We got, we'll see which way the wind's blowing. We'll adjust the sails, whatever we need to do, but we need to get it off the dock. We got to do something. And I'm going to give a couple of ideas here that you can use. But if you have, if you have, if there's a conviction here, don't go to sleep tonight before you either take the action or commit to take the action tomorrow. But I would, I would suggest you take the action today, even just a few minutes, whatever it is, go before the Lord, make the commitment, whatever it is. Now, I have noticed that whenever I'm uh, I have some new insights or new information. I need to take action quickly. So what is it for you? What can you do? Now, maybe there are several options here that I'm going to talk about. And, you know, a lot of times, like if I'm trying to come up with a morning routine or I want to talk about this new way of studying the Bible or these these different things, I sit there and you overanalyze and you think, oh, what's the best way to do this? And then spend all this time online figuring out the best approach and all this. And it's like, forget that. I'm going. What what I thought. I mean, it's great to do that and learn and adjust and all that. But what's important now is to make a small commitment and take the action and just do it. And what I found was somebody gave me, hey, do this morning routine. As a coach, I had do this routine, so I did it. And you know, several days, weeks, and I thought, okay, I like this part. I don't like that part. And then I could adjust it. But it was much more effective than me just sitting there endlessly learning about the best way to have a morning routine. Like, it, like there's some key components, but it doesn't really matter. It's like what fills you up. And so for you, maybe you already know. I'm going to give a couple options here. Maybe you already know how to do this, how to stay close to the Lord. If you reflect back on a time in your life or multiple times in your life where you were closer to the Lord, what what were what kind of activities were you doing? I mean, what, what was it like? I mean, maybe there was less phone time. Maybe back then they didn't even have smartphones. <laughs> I, know, I know as I reflect on that, I just uh, spent some time with sort of a digital detox actually to kind of get that out, get it back in the right place. But what is it? I mean, is there something that you actually have done in the past? So then bl- get the dust off of that and start it up again. Kick it up. Is it, you know, what is it? And just even write it out. Just say, this is what I'm going to do. 
no pressure, just do it. And and God will meet you there. He will honor that. You know, he will if you carve out the time, it could and I'm going to give some ideas here on what you can do, but the key is to carve out the time. We must be in a position to hear from God. So often we spend time, you know, our prayers are just out of crisis mode or they're just whatever we are are wanting at the time and there may be righteous things i mean it could be good you know we want we he says prayer bring ask supplication you you don't have because you don't ask like we need to do that but that's only part of it i mean that's like imagine if a spouse you know a couple sitting there and one was talking a lot and the other one was just kind of looking down uh maybe taking notes kind of interact kind of just looking for a chance to interact and then they look down for a moment and then they they look up, the other spouse stopped talking, and they left the room. And it's like, whoa, I, hey, I got some, we got something to say here. I, I, let's have some conversation. And how often do we treat our relationship with the Lord like that, where we just kind of lay everything out, and then we leave the room? And <laughs> we haven't really heard what he had to say. And so I would say, you know, our prayer time should be more about not really what have I said to God, but what has God said to me. And I want to invite you to just, I mean, think about that. Think about that. Now, some ideas are to be able to, you know, we got to get that radio tuned to the right station, give God an opportunity, put ourselves in a position where he can, we can, he, we can hear from him. I mean, he's always talking, but are we recognizing his voice? And if we're not consistent with something, it's going to be tough. I mean, God can providentially, sovereignly get a message to us. He does that very often. Praise God for that. But we shouldn't be just waiting for only that. I mean, we should be going after that treasure, being hungry for that. So there's some key activities. Obviously, Bible reading, journaling, praying, you know, just reflection, pondering the word of God, uh, worshiping, I think I mentioned that, and uh, journaling, writing things, doing devotionals, these sorts of things, fellowship with other believers, those sorts of things. We don't have to do all of them every day. That's why I say the key is carve out the time. Now, I, I would suggest reading the Bible every day, whether it's one verse or part of a Bible reading plan. But so like I said, option one, do what you already know how to do. Do what you already know works for you and commit to doing it and then adjust, reflect, think, give, say, hey, for this season, this is what I'm going to do. It's a very busy time of life. So this is what I'm going to do. And you'll know if it's enough. I mean, are you seeing a change in yourself or not? I mean, are you reacting to people the way you want to? Are you handling things? Are you taking things personal when you shouldn't? Are you, you know, or are you in control? Are you tempted? Are you, you know, the fruit of the spirit? Those are fruit, not root. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. Those are fruits, not root. Fruit, not root. So where are you at with those? And so just reflect little bit of self-reflection and then maybe it's you maybe need to adjust no problem okay so reflect adjust implement adjust you know do, do the little cycle get to where it needs to be before i get into the second option that i have that i want to share i want to invite you if you just want a sort of quick hit let's get into this i want to reset i want to get this going i've got a devotional that i actually created it's a 21 day devotional that is called 21 days to a spirit-led life and the subtitle is awaken the lifestyle you were created for so if you're ready to just reset get started then you need to check out this devotional part one is making room for god to speak part two is developing key spiritual disciplines part three is working with essential virtues and then part four is walking by faith and 
this is really just going to jumpstart your journey. So I would highly recommend that. That's at ryanshoward.com forward slash free download. And depending on by the time you listen to this, it'll be somewhere on the website. It may be somewhere else, but you can go there. You'll find it, ryanshoward.com. So a second option could be just get a, a study Bible or get the use the one you already got. I highly recommend the Life Application Study Bible. This is outstanding. There's others as well. Really get any one that you will use. And so you could read a little bit of that and then worship with one song. You can use YouTube or uh, some audio player and have a notepad and just capture any any rogue thoughts that come to mind that's distracting you. You can write it down and and then just pray. You know, write it down so you can get back to to what you're doing, whether it's worshiping or reading or whatever it is. You don't have to be distracted by those thoughts. You can come back to it after. But and, and then pray and then listen. Just take the time to pray and listen to what the Lord is saying and, and then write any of that down. Option three, do some sort of devotional. I would recommend the first 99 episodes of my of this podcast are five minutes or less. Five minutes or less. I think the first episode is eight minutes, but episode two through 99 are five minutes or less. And they're all devotional style episodes. Very challenging. I would say, you know, go to ryanishoward.com forward slash podcast and you can go to the beginning. I mean, there's a little player there that's really easy. You can quickly scroll all the way to the beginning and just see what stands out to you and play it, listen to it. So, and then sit and think for a few minutes on it. Set a timer if you need to. And then write any insights or questions that come up and then pray and just listen. And you can have uh, instrumental music while you're listening or worship music, whatever it is. And then you could read the passage that was referenced in the devotional. Go to that there in your Bible and just sit and ponder it. And if read your Bible till something sticks out and then write it down in a notebook and then just write what comes to mind for you. So a fourth option could be you've got a Bible reading plan. Just read the day's passage. You think about it, write whatever comes to mind, and pray. And again, that includes listening prayer. You could visualize your day. Just go through what it would be like to walk through the day with the Lord ideal in the ideal state. This is what it would look like. And you could spend some time worshiping. Now, I mean, you can do this while you're driving. A lot of this while you're driving. You could spend time with well, prayer, walk, whatever it is. So I just encourage you, pick something today and go deep with the Lord. Because we really are as close to God as we want to be. Now, another resource I want to recommend is blueletterbible.org. It's just incredible. It's got lots of devotionals. It's got study tools, even original language stuff on there. And it's all free. And it's a great place to get started. Just type a passage in and you'll see what pops up. And they've got some good tutorials on there for how to use that. Now, if you want help with this, I want to invite you to send me a message, uh, ryanshoward.com forward slash contact, or there's a little conversation bubble on the page there as well that you can that you can just send me a message and let me know how I can help. Thank you so much for joining. God bless, and we'll see you in the next episode. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to subscribe, and you can help spread the word by leaving a five-star review and sharing it with your friends. Visit ryanshoward.com to learn more about living the intentional, influential, and impactful life you were created for.